the Bible says there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. In the book of Matthew 24, verse 6, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. I believe we're in the end times. The end times is here, and we should be prepared to go in the rapture. If you're not ready for the rapture or the catching away of the church, you are sadly mistaken. You are living a lie. You're running from the truth. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, the last trumpet is going to sound. Thank you for coming and listening to uh, Doctrine Matters. And there is a teaching on the end times and Jesus is coming back and you better be right or you're going to be left. And now is the time. Quit playing games. Quit messing around with sin. Quit living for the devil. It's your opportunity to serve Jesus right now. All you have to do is Acts 2.38. Repent of your sins. You can't repent unless you believe. Believing is the first step of salvation not the only step of salvation. Believe and repent of your sins. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You can't get baptized unless you repent. Repentance is turning from your sins. Getting baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. No baptism, any other name other, other than the name of Jesus you should be baptized in. If you were baptized in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, you were baptized wrong, and you need to get rebaptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you've uh, been baptized, it needs and it must be an immersion. The Greek word for baptism is baptizo, meaning fully immersion, not sprinkling. Sprinkles, rantazoo, pouring is another Greek word. Thank you for joining Doctrine Matters podcast. We are going to be talking about World War Three. I strongly believe that World War III has started 2020. The year 2020, World War III has already started. Not one shot has been fired. Not one missile has been launched. We are in war, and it is a war against nation against nation, and... The Bible says the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. I don't know if you have been paying attention to the news, but it's April 17th, the last couple days, Russia is on the brink of invading Ukraine. China is on the brink of invading Taiwan. United States is going to defend them both. And we are on the verge of World War Three. Google uh, the Russian conflict. Google China and Taiwan. Do your own research. If I had all the time in the world, I would look it up. And I would play you clip after clip. But that's not why I'm here, is to get you to believe what the news has already been talking about. It is time for the church to rise up 
and to preach the gospel to every kingdom. It's time for the church to be the church and quit playing games with sin and playing games with the devil. Um, so let's go, let's get right into this. Why I believe we are in World War III. Uh, last year, I think, yeah, last year, my wife and I had in the family got COVID-19. We asked the doctor why we got COVID-19. The doctor said, there's nothing you could have done to prevent it. And I said, and my wife was saying, we, we've done everything. We social distanced. We wore masks. We sanitized our hands. We did everything we could to avoid COVID-19, and we still got it. And he said, the only way you're going to know how not to get COVID-19 and all the information is found at the Homeland Security Biological Warfare Department. It's no coincidence uh, President Trump is calling this the China virus. In fact, military.com has claimed that this is biological warfare. Not one shot's been fired, and there's already three million deaths in the world. The Bible prophesies a war that's going to kill one-third of mankind. And the army that's going to host, it's going to have 200 million million, or 200,000 thousand. Book of Revelations Chapter 9, verse 16. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand, which is 200 million. And I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horse in a vision, and them that sat upon them, having breastplates of fire, and of janeth, and brimstone. And the heads of the horses were the heads of the lions, of lions. And out of their mouths issued fire, and smoke, and brimstone. By these three were the third part of men killed, which is just over two and a half billion people. Okay, I don't think we're going to really understand how many people this is. These three were the third part of men killed by fire, by smoke, and by brimstone, which was issued out of their mouth. One top general said, one thing he's worried about. In the earth, it's white rain. Top United States general. White rain, white rain is simply one or more nukes in the air at one given time. And what's a Cold War without the threat of nuclear annihilation? A nuclear war with China is a real possibility. That's according to the head of U.S. Strategic Command, Admiral Charles Richard. He wrote his rather grim summary in this month's issue of Proceedings, the U.S. Naval Institute's monthly magazine. There is a real possibility that a regional crisis with Russia or China could escalate quickly to a conflict involving nuclear weapons if they perceived a conventional loss would threaten the regime or state. Sort of the Andros model. If I go down, I'm taking you with me. Consequently, the U.S. military must shift its principal assumption from nuclear employment is not possible to nuclear employment is a very real possibility, which is why I'm happy to announce a new company I'm starting called Vault Tech Industries. We build for you the absolute highest quality fallout shelters 
guaranteed not to be secret, horrific sociological experiments. Trust me. But you shouldn't worry too much about Cold War II. Because first, you should worry about proxy wars. War that's going to kill one-third of mankind. How is this going to happen? Through fire, through brimstone, through smoke. And um, I do believe that uh, nuclear war will cause major catastrophic damage. And there is a reenactment. What would happen? Uh, first, they would use tactical nukes. Then they would use ICBMs. They would put on the front of those nukes diseases like um, uh, COVID or different biological agents on the front of it to kill whoever is alive after that. And what is this? This is not necessarily the gospel. This is a heads up for the church. This is a heads up. This is something that should wake us up and quit hiding in our houses and quit playing games in our living rooms that we can get this gospel to the streets and quit standing by idol and quit messing around with Satan and all this trash on social media and on the internet and get our heads in the word of God, get our heads in the truth because after, after World War III, I believe, without a shadow of a doubt, the Antichrist will rise up. And um, when the Antichrist rises up, um, he will cause a false peace. And if he causes the false peace, um, the next war that is on the brink would be the Battle of Armageddon which is for the nations of the East to look at Israel as the problem and declare war on God and on, on 144,000 Jews would cry out, Jehovah save us. And we all know uh, Jesus means Jehovah saves. If they cry out for salvation, they're going to cry out Yahshua and they're going to cry Yahshua HaMashiach, which is Jesus Christ. And I really believe that the revelation of who Jesus is for those 144,000 will be when they're crying out for Jehovah to save them. And here comes on a white horse, a man with nail-scarred hands and nail-scarred feet and a, a hole in his side, along with all the saints and apostles and prophets of old will be on white horses uh, at the Battle of Megiddo, the last battle when Jesus Christ reigns triumphant. So, having said all that, the difference between World War III and the Battle of Armageddon, World War III is prophecy. The end is not yet. This is just the beginning of sorrows. This is just the beginning. Few things to consider Somebody says that I don't. They don't believe that we're going to be here when the Antichrist uh, rises up. I do believe we are going to get a glimpse of the Antichrist. Um, some don't think that we're going to see uh, the mark of the beast. I believe we're going to see the mark of the beast, if not already. 
and that's another topic for another day. But anytime you put a, a number in your hand or in your forehead, it's a good time to get away from it. And Elon Musk has got a chip to go into the head and IBM, the RFID, has got a chip to be put in the hand and we all know those store numbers. And um, we all know that you can't get to heaven without being born again of the water and of the spirit. That's settled. That's an apostolic doctrine. And the Bible says the book of Revelations, those that don't take the mark and the number will have, uh, will, will make it to heaven. Let's go there because this is something we must figure out before we start talking about the end times. So the Bible says in Revelations 20, verse 4, And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw souls of them were, that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, okay, Neither his image, neither had received the mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. <clears throat> I, Bible says, unless you're born again of the water and of the spirit, you will not enter into the kingdom of God. And I don't believe God will ever go against his word. I believe uh, tribulation, um, I believe in pan-tribulation, whatever happens is going to pan out. If it's pre-trib, post-trib, or mid-trib, um, some think that the part of the tribulation is the mark of the beast. I don't think that. I believe that um, this, is, this is part of the trying and the testing. Um, the questions I ask the church is, would you be willing to be beheaded for the name of Jesus? Will you be willing to be headed for the word of God? Will you be willing to die and not worship the beast? Will you be willing to die and not worship his image? Will you be willing to die and not receive the mark in your hands or foreheads? Okay, now, there are those that are preaching that we're going to be out of here before that happens, but... That's not what Revelations 20 and verse 4. And if you, if you believe that these people have received some form of salvation by not taking the mark, then there is a, then you're opening up another can of, I can, um, be saved after the rapture. If you believe the rapture is supposed to happen before this happens, then you have to believe you don't need to be born again. You just don't need to take the chip or the mark of the beast or whatever it is. So that opens up a very dangerous, and I don't see anybody, um, any, any plan of salvation after the rapture. I believe we have to work while it's yet day because the time will come. No man will work and the gospel of this of the kingdom will be preaching to all the world. Then the end will come. So I believe everybody will have a chance and then the end will come. And uh, just as Noah built the ark, looked at it, 
said, I did exactly what you told me to do, God. And the Lord said, grab the animals and, and get into the ark and wait there. So the Lord shut the door. And if the Lord shuts the door, no man can open the door. I don't, I don't see anybody else receiving salvation outside of the 144,000, excuse me, Jews. So having said all that, um, I don't believe that the battle of Armageddon is going to happen before the rapture. I believe the battle of Armageddon is going to happen after the rapture. And these are all doctrines and each individual doctrine has to be dissected. Just like the doctrine, whether we're going to see the mark of the beast. And I believe we're going to see the start of it. I don't believe we're going to be in full motion of the mark of the beast. I believe we're going to see the start of it. And people are going to die because they didn't take the mark. And um, so there we go. So World War Three, what's going to happen? Bible says nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. You could say that um, World War One was part of that prophecy, and I believe that. World War Two was part of the prophecy, and I believe that. The Iraq war and Afghanistan war. I believe all that. I believe that was all part of it. But there's going to be a war that's going to kill one third of mankind. And it's going to be by fire and by brimstone. This is something that we have to be prepared. Know this. Okay. Let's go to this scripture about how we shouldn't be taken as thieves. In the book of Matthew 24. 32 now learn a parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves you know the summer is nigh so likewise ye when ye shall see all these things know that that it is near even at the doors verily i say unto you this generation shall not pass till all these be fulfilled Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. We are living in the season of the catching away of the church. Uh, Matthew twenty four thirty one, And he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, and from one end of heaven... To the other end one end to the other we are here the Lord's even at the door are you ready question is are you ready to see Jesus when he comes listen to this next audio this is not a fairy tale it's not a conspiracy we are dealing with real situations real quick. Acting Defense Secretary Pat Shanahan making a Defense Department priorities clear uh, on his first day on the job during a meeting, telling Pentagon leaders to quote, remember China, China, China. His comments come as President Xi delivered a speech to the Chinese military in which he threatened to use force in order to unify Taiwan and China. All I heard right there when they say China, I hear, warning to the American people, 200 million man army, 
200 million man army, 200 million man army. I'm thinking revelations, revelations, revelations. One third of mankind's going to perish. They also came after a Chinese admiral, threatened to destroy two U.S. aircraft carriers uh, in the South China Sea. And joining us tonight is Fred Flights. He's president and CEO of the Center for Security Policy, former chief of staff for the National Security Council. Great to have you with us, Fred. Also tonight, Gordon Chang, columnist, author of the books, Coming Collapse of China and Nuclear Showdown. Thank you, Gordon. You understand Fred, that? We appreciate Nuclear Showdown. It is very evident. We are at a crossroads. I don't believe it's going to come in... 100 years from now, I don't believe it's going to come a thousand years from now. I believe we are here. I'm not prophesying. I'm just looking at the word of God. I'm seeing where we are right now. I'm sending the alarm to the church and everybody playing games have got more things important to do than to witness, have got more things important to do than to reach out to the lost have got more things important to do than to go to church i'm speaking to you we already know the gospel we already know jesus christ died and rose again the third day he loves you very very much and with all this load of knowledge we take it and we do nothing with it and here we are tick tick We're on our social media. We're playing games on our phones. We're just having ourselves a nice little life. Our prayer time is at an all-time, all-time low. We don't remember when the last day we fasted. Time will come, no man will work. After the rapture, time is no more. After the trumpet of the Lord sounds, time has come to a, to a halt. Where's it gonna be? You're liking all this stuff on social media. You're liking all this stuff on the internet and we're having ourselves a blast. And the moment that we think not, Gabriel sounds the trumpet. What happens if one third of mankind is no longer on earth as there's a nuclear war when we wake up? What are you willing to do? How far are you willing to go? What's going to push the church over the edge to go out to the highways and the byways to preach the gospel to every creature? What's going to compel us to get this truth out here? If you preach any other thing outside of Acts 2, 38, 10, 44 through 48, 19, 1 through 8, if you preach any doctrine outside the word, the Bible says, let us contend to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Let's contend for it. Let's fight for it. Let's go back to the original gospel. Why is there another gospel? The Bible says the scriptures without private interpretation. First Peter. 
the scripture, there's a corporate belief. And if you're outside of that corporate belief, we've got issues. We've got to get content to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. There's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. One God who's Father of all, who's above all, through all, and in you all. Why is there many ways to get to heaven? There's one Lord, one faith. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you go any other way, you're a thief and a robber. It's not an option on how we're saved. It's not an option. It's not subject for debate. We know without a shadow of a doubt in the book of Acts, they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. They received the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Amen. They lived a life that's holy and acceptable unto God. In Romans 12, verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. This matters. It matters. It matters. If I can tell you anything, I'm going to tell you this. It matters everything. Matthew 24, Bible says there's going to be Wars and rumors of wars. Kingdoms shall rise against kingdom. There'll be famines. There's people hungry today. There's people without food. There is self-inflicted wounds by, by North Korea living in their luxury and letting their people starve. In Africa, living in their... The governments will be judged by this. It says there'll be famines. There'll be pestilence. Pestilence, it, you can... You can divine pestilence as such. Pestilence means a contagious or infectious infectious epidemic disease that is virulent and devastating, especially like the bubonic plague or COVID-19. I'm going to throw that in there. COVID-19. This is Bible prophecy. Something that is destructive um, so what do we got going on here? We, we're, we're, the Bible says there'll be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. Earthquakes. Good night. If you don't understand what this is talking about, earthquakes, they're looking for the Yellowstone to blow its top at any time. They're look, they're, there's already two or three volcanoes that's blew its top already. I don't know. The writing's on the wall. The signs are here. If you're looking for a sign, and you're going to be like, okay, I see that sign, but let me see another sign. Okay? Let me see another sign. The Bible says, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. You know, if we're going to have church, and they're going to tell the government on us, because we're having church in the middle of a pandemic, I think they're delivering you up to be afflicted. Brother brother uh, Tony Spell, my prayer goes out to you and your church. Keep your head up because they're delivering you up to be afflicted. They're not killing you. People might. Security has to go up to, so that we don't die tomorrow. We're going to be hated of all nations for Jesus' name's sake. Bible says, then shall many be offended and shall 
betray one another and shall hate one another. God's a God of love, not hate. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. So, where did all this come from? It all came from the disciples meeting Jesus privately. They asked him in verse 3, 24 and 3, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming in the end of the world? Don't you know that China has got its gun pointed at the head of Taiwan and it's about to pull the trigger? And don't you know Russia has got its gun pointed toward Ukraine and it's about to pull the trigger? It's April 17, 2021. Look, do your research. See how close we are to World War III. I am not blowing smoke. I'm not messing around here. This is something the church has to take seriously. We don't need to wait for World War III to get out to the streets. We need to go right now. The time has come to take the gospel to the streets, to the highways, to the byways. My wife just spent 220 something dollars in Bible study material. It is time. It is time right now to make it happen. Quit, quit giving excuses why we can't preach the gospel or teach the gospel to all the world. Quit making up excuses. Excuses are for those that don't want it bad enough. Are we going to stand before Jesus and we're going to give all these excuses? You think that he's a, a God like man where he's going to listen to excuses? Everything's going to be revealed in one moment right before the king everything at the great white throne of judgment there's going to be an understanding like you've never experienced before a revelation like you've never experienced before all things will be revealed all the excuses will be will be annihilated before you even ask them so this is the beginning of sorrow my my encouragement to the church don't be troubled but we have to get out to the streets and and preach the gospel to every nation my advice to the world is you're going to be troubled because of these wars it's interesting that over three million people has already died and not one shot has been fired Listen to Dr. James Kendler on his take on the COVID-19. There are reasons why this COVID-19 global pandemic appears to represent a deliberate act of bioterrorism. This is occurring at a critical time in the U.S. presidential election cycle. It appears to be worse in males, which has implications for military. This has created a market whiplash. The large pullback in markets represents a tremendous opportunity for investment and wealth redistribution, like 2008 when fortunes were made during that recovery. But is it a deliberate act of bioterrorism? We never know all that goes on. However, the most credible reports are telling us that this new coronavirus was not purposefully manipulated by humans, meaning the virus arose spontaneously from nature. However, 
it is reasonable to think that this began with an accidental release of COVID-19 from a laboratory that was studying the virus. In that case, human activity is partially to blame. We may never know the whole story. Regardless of how this began, it is important to realize that none of us ordinary citizens are at fault. Even if our governments were responsible, we as citizens could not have stopped those actions. So let's not blame the people around us. Asians or our other international neighbors are not to blame. Frustration levels and fear are high. However, lashing out at anyone around us is inappropriate and unfair. So there you have it. <clears throat> Bioterrorism. Bio warfare. Um, so already 3 million deaths. One third of mankind is 2.66666 billion people. Um, so what then? Take what you know. Take the truth of God. If you if you need a Bible study, please call me. Message me. Call me. My message email is AaronJamesHaig at gmail.com. A-A-R-O-N-J-A-M-E-S-H-A-U-G at gmail.com. And let's have a Bible study. Because there's going to be a war. And it's going to kill one-third of mankind. And the army that hosts it is going to have 200 million men. And because of this war, that it's, it's under the understanding of everybody, both in church and out of church, that there's going to be a nuclear war that's going to be able to cause this kind of numbers of people dead. In the book of Zechariah 14, 12, the Bible says, And it shall be a plague within the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall be consumed away while they stand upon their feet. Their eyes shall be consumed away in their holes, and their tongue shall be consumed away in their mouths. If you know anything about a nuclear war, you'll know that your flesh will fall off the bone. Your eyes will be consumed in their sockets, and your tongue will burn up in your mouth understanding that having having on the full armor of God being ready to meet Jesus you can go anywhere you could do anything God will be with you and God will see you through our mission right now is to reach out to those almost 3 billion people before they die our mission is to reach out to humanity before they are gone in Jesus' name, I want to pray right now, and I want to pray for humanity. I want to pray for this whole situation. God, I pray that your will be done, Jesus. I'm I'm worried that people's going to die lost, and I know that there's going to be people die lost. I'm worried that people are hearts are going to trouble them for fear, and some are going to uh, commit suicide and they need God. They need you, God, and they need the church. I pray, God, open doors that no man could open. I pray that our eyes be open unto the truth. 
In Jesus' name, I rebuke every devil trying to divide and distort your truth and the word of God. I pray that our understanding is open, that we can be alert and vigilant because their adversaries like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. In Jesus' name, God, I pray. Amen. If you're playing games, can I just tell you the game's over? If you're messing around, the trumpet's going to sound. I hope, I hope your understanding is opened up. I've got more about World War III. This is the uh, intro to a long string of Bible studies about the end times. Be looking for them. Um, be planning on it. Stay tuned. Make sure that you're alerted whenever I send out a new podcast, new information that I get, I'm going to send it. Please, in Jesus' name I pray, don't be playing games in the end times. You're going to be left behind if you play games. If you believe in one saved, always saved, that's a lie from the pits of hell. It's time to stay saved. It's time to get into the church. It's time to get into it with everything that we have. In Jesus' name, amen.